Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you very much for joining us for a study of God's prophetic word. The Bible tells us there are events that will unfold just prior to the return of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. One of those things that will happen is the nations that surround the city of Jerusalem. And by the way, Jerusalem is the center of the earth. That's Ezekiel chapter 5 and verse 5. These nations will align themselves in the last days to come against the Jewish state of Israel. Alignment of the Nations, that's the name of a CD that we have available. And you can listen to the introduction to this study of the nations and how they align themselves. What about the nations mentioned in God's Word? Who are they today? Well, that's what we're going to study on Alignment of the Nations. It's a five-hour study, an audio study on CD available to you. May I invite you right now to take a moment and let's begin our study of Alignment of the Nations. The second thought I want to think about is the organization of nations. How he organizes them. The origin of the nations was at Babel when God came down, gave them their languages, and divided them into these language groups. The organization takes place by this division. And again, Genesis chapter 10, verse 25. Look at verse 32. Now these are the families of the sons of Noah after their generations in their nations. Underline that. See what it says? In their nations. And by these were the nations divided in the earth after the flood. The division takes place after God confounds their languages at the Tower of Babel. In what we know as Babylon today. A hundred years after the flood, in the time of Peleg, a great-grandson of Noah. And so the division takes place here in the language groups of the world. Did you ever wonder how in the world God decided how he was going to distribute these language groups? Who would speak Spanish or how many would do that? How many would speak English? How many would speak Hebrew? How many would speak Russian? How... You ever wonder that? Go over to Deuteronomy. You got your Bible handy? Look over at Deuteronomy chapter 32 just for a second. Let me show you how God made a decision in the organization of nations. The origin of nations, the organization of nations. Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 8. Deuteronomy 32 verse 8. You know Deuteronomy 32 and 33, the swan song of Moses, as he has rehearsed the law again for the Israelites a year before they enter into the promised land. He now is going to give them a swan song telling each of the tribe leaders where they're going to have opportunity to live and what their blessing's going to be. But he, in his discourse that day, makes this statement, a very interesting statement, verse 8. When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. You see what God's going to do? He is going to set up the nations of this world according to the number of Jews. This is chapter 11, chapter 10 of the book of Genesis, that the nations are divided. Now the distribution is going to be based upon what God knows is going to happen. Abraham's coming. He's coming from where the Chaldees. He's coming into Cana. He's coming in what we know as modern-day Israel. He's going to establish another people. There was a reason for establishing the Jewish people. Though the theocracy actually came worldwide 
to a close in Genesis chapter 3. Theocracy. God the governor. Because a Satanocracy was established in Genesis chapter 3. And a Satanocracy is in existence from Genesis chapter 3 to Revelation chapter 19. And the ruler of this world is Satan. Oh, God is still sovereign, control over all, but allowing Satan to be the ruler of this world. He gave him that privilege. Remember, Satan says to Jesus Christ, I'll give you the kingdoms of this world. Just do what I ask you to do. So the theocracy stopped in Genesis chapter 3 and will not be established again to Revelation chapter 19. But he brought a nation into existence, the Jewish people. This nation who was going to carry forth a theocratic government, if you stop to think about it, he gave him certain rules, certain customs. Abraham is writing, excuse me, Moses is writing Genesis for the purpose of showing the Jewish people that God the creator and founder also brought them into existence. He's showing them that not only did he create Israel, that's why Moses writes Genesis, but he's telling the nation of Israel, he not only created Israel, he created all the world, and he brought nations into existence. He's going to teach the Jewish people many important lessons through the nations. All the laws and customs he gives them are for the purpose of teaching the Jews about him, who he is. And so he's going to have a continuing theocratic government in the Jewish people. Oh, by the way, I said that uh, they were placed on a shelf. And he brought in this parenthesis the Christian into existence. And who is the head of us? Jesus Christ. And we have a theocratic operation. You stop to think about it. Well, that's when we get in trouble, when we get out from under the theocracy. Though it's not the theocracy that's going to reign in the millennial kingdom yet in the future. It is a picture of the world of a theocracy. That's what he has. And so God chooses these Jewish people in the beginning of the establishment, the genesis of these nations. And he says, I'm going to put them in the center of the earth. You know what Ezekiel 5, 5 says? God places Jerusalem in the center of the earth and all the nations around her. For a purpose. Because those nations are ultimately going to line up against this little city in the center of the earth. Did God do that because, oh, they were going to be an obedient, loving people? No, God knew they were going to be hard-headed, stiff-necked, and hard-hearted. And in spite of that, did he do it because they were the greatest in number? Well, go back to Deuteronomy chapter 7 just for a second. You saw in chapter 32, he divided the people into their language groups by the number of Jews. Look at chapter 7 in Deuteronomy. We find out why he did that. Chapter 7 and verse 6. For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. Verse 7. Now look at here. The Lord did not set his love upon you nor choose you because you were more in number than any people, for you were the fewest of all the people. God didn't have to have the biggest and the best to accomplish his will. He just wants a people. They're going to serve him. Well, they weren't even going to serve him. Look at verse 8. Here's why he chose them. Because the Lord loved you. Write grace over verse 8. Here it is, grace. You know why he chose me? Same reason. God, he knows all about me. And even in spite of that, he chose me. And you, 
He knows all about you as well. He knew all about these Jewish people, but he had a plan. His distribution was based on what was going to happen as far as these people were concerned. But let me show you something about the distinctiveness of this. Go back to Genesis just for a second, and let me show you something I want you to notice. Genesis chapter 10. Remember I told you genealogies. Now, we're, this is a prophecy conference, and we're getting involved in prophecy. Let me show you something here in Genesis chapter 10. Don't know if you've ever noticed this or not. Look here, verse 1, Genesis 10. Now, these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Jepheth, and unto them were sons born after the flood. And here's the first son, Jepheth. The sons of Jepheth were, underline these if you want to, Gomer, I'll not give you all of them, Magog, skip a couple, Tubal, Meshach. Go over to chapter 10, verse 3, the last one. Tagarma. You know anything about Ezekiel 38? Ezekiel 38 is talking about a coalition of nations that are going to come against Israel in the last days. We don't wait till we get to Ezekiel 38, 2,500 years ago, 4,500 years after the creation of man. We don't wait to get over there to learn about a people's coming into existence who are going to go against God. Here's Magog, Meshach, Tubal, Gomer, Tagarma. That's modern-day Russia and modern-day Turkey. Well, we have another session. I'll get more into that. By the way, I'm so sick and tired. I want, I'm going to chastise every one of you people who have been listening to prophecy teachers that are heretics. Let me tell you, I, you better quit listening to these heretical prophecy teachers. Let me tell you who they are. Peter Jennings, Tom Brokaw, Dan Rather. Because you know what you're doing? You're listening to them tell you truth is not truth. Supposedly truth, propagating something. I don't know what's wrong in the Middle East. Why is everybody upset over there? All of those people over there in the Middle East are brothers. They're all sons of Father Abraham. I want you to know something. That's a lie out of the pit of hell. One of the great indicators that Jesus Christ is about to return to the earth, his second coming, would be the alignment of the nations and how they come into focus as they form coalitions to come against the Jewish state of Israel. You've had opportunity to listen to the introduction to this study of alignment of the nations. By the way, the entire five-hour audio series is available on CD. It's entitled Alignment of the Nations. You can go to our website and order it, www.prophecytoday.com, or you can call our toll-free number. That is 8-PROPHECY-8. It's a toll-free number from across America, 877-674-3298. You need to understand how the nations of the world in the end times will align themselves against the Jewish state of Israel. By the way, my friend, that is exactly what is happening right now, evidence of the soon coming of Jesus Christ. And remember, before he steps back on the earth, seven years prior to that, the rapture of the church. And the rapture of the church could actually take place at any moment. And having said that, nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...